So, uh, what happened? What do you mean? Nothing happened. I had to get out of there. All right, so next time you take her to your place. No, I tried that. She says it has a weird smell. What kind of smell? I don't know. Soap? Listen, Ross, you like this girl, right? Yeah. You want to see her again, right? Yeah. So you're going to have to do it in the mess. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah. I mean, uh, who cares about a little sloppiness? Yeah. It's, uh, it's endearing, really. All right. Brett, didn't think of a spoiler. So you're going to have to do it in the mess. This, this, this <laughs> is Chandler Spoilers. Nice. I was hoping to get some shock value out of you with that one. Had nothing to do with what we were talking yeah, about earlier. Definitely. Caught me off guard for sure. This is Josh from Goshen. This is Spoilers Podcast. If this is the first time you're listening to Spoilers Podcast, we'll do a quick opening question with our hosts. We'll break down the plot of this episode of Friends. We'll give it a rating. and We'll maybe see if there's some trivia to be had. But with just two of us, Brett, we'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Opening question for you, Brett, and I can go first if you want me to, but it's it's a pretty simple one. Just how do you rate yourself as a gift giver? Oh, I see what I feel like before I give the gift is like an A. How I feel after I give the gift <laughs> is like a B minus. I feel like I do sentimental gifts, but like they seem to fall flat sometimes. I think I'm okay. Be, uh, I'll... I'll Take it in the middle. I'll say B plus. Does anything come to mind? Like any particular bad gifts you gave or like regretted or something? Feel like you had something on your mind. That wasn't really part of my question. It just seemed like you had something. <laughs> One of the best gifts I ever gave, it just didn't really work because of our, I bought Brittany a, a Roomba uh, like four years ago because we didn't have a working vacuum, but it literally wasn't strong enough to clean up our dog Roxy's hair. <laughs> and it's just like sitting in the closet and it was like 350 bucks uh yeah this is josh from goshen i envy people that are really good gift givers i think it's such a cool thing I, we have a couple in our family jordan's wife kirsten she's a really good gift giver uh my grandma my dad's mom tremendous gift giver others too that I don't want to name like everyone in my family. Those are just some that come to mind, but it's a, it's a real skill and a gift. And I feel like I am always making panic buys, Brett. That's like a week or two away from Christmas. I'm like panicking, not enough time to use like Amazon stuff sometimes. And they're just like, not good. I'm pretty proud of uh, 2017 when we first moved into our house. And there's our first year as a married couple. I started a tradition that I'm pretty proud of, and Brittany seemed to really like it. I bought her a snow globe, uh, personalized. It said, first Christmas has the Kellys, 2017. Uh Um, It was really nice. And then every year, I buy her another snow globe that's got the year on it. Now, last year, I couldn't find one with the year and what she wanted. So we'll have to like carve that in. But I feel like that's a pretty... And then I get excited when she brings them out and... She stacks them up uh, next to each other and I think it was a pretty cool idea. I think I did pretty well with that. Well, if you're done braggadociousing about your snow globes, do you mind? A little bit. Do you mind if we talk about Friends Season 4, Episode 6, The One with the Dirty Girl? 
I, I would love that. All right, let's get into it. Um, they always do a cold open in Friends before they play the theme song. And I feel like there's a pattern here going on, Brett. This episode and last one, in the middle of season four, Ross and Rachel have been broken up for a bit. But the showrunners like know this relationship is key and central. And they make a point to kind of tease the audience about it here at the beginning again, don't they? Yeah, and actually, I was looking when I was scrolling to the episode. I had forgotten. I get. I got my timelines a little mixed up. Mixed up. So not only did they break up in season three, but they very briefly got together at the end of season three, last episode, and the beginning of season four, first episode, and then it ended very poorly. So it's like tripled the animosity. Gotcha. Um, the whole the whole beach thing where they did they she had to leave the read the letter eighteen pages front and back. <laughs> and uh, okay. she wanted him to take responsibility for the breakup. And he's like, no, he's not going to do it because we were on a break. But yes, that makes so much more sense. I recall all those storylines. And I feel like it'll be interesting to see in the episodes we do about the Kathy Chronicles how their relationship is in this mini arc. Because they're definitely tapping in on it early and often. And in the Beach House episodes, it actually it's the first time, I believe, that they tease uh, a Chandler and Monica future. Really? Because the whole thing is about, he's all like, basically saying, would you marry me um, if we're both this age? If I was the last person on earth, would you marry me? And it's kind of like a harmless thing, but I think it's a little foreshadowing. So Yeah, and maybe it's kind of the writers just playing around with that concept, seeing how the audience takes it and stuff. But here we get a very... Sing after the theme song, which Brett, I didn't skip it. Scout's honor. What about you? I didn't. I didn't okay. this time. No, because I told Brittany. I said, I said Josh kind of uh, shamed me into watching it. And she's like, "How did you do that?" I thought he didn't do it, but he he said, "Oh, you can't skip this." And she said, "You've seen it a billion times ago, not since Chandler died." So I watched it. Not since Chandler died, and I do think the season's intros are, they keep editing new clips in and kind of changing it up. Yeah, it's like so. a time capsule. It's like a time capsule. Yeah. So it's not bad. But anyway, a very single Chandler comes out of the theme song, and he has gotten a terrific gift for Joey's girlfriend, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, but I think we skipped the probably the A storyline. Uh, you said you gave it to you threw it to me and I kind of I botched it and then I think we skipped it. It's the whole Ross and the dirty girl. Yeah, but that if you're actually looking at the chronology of the episode that hasn't actually come up yet. That's not the first thing you see is them making out in the street, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So that's well, Brett, we'll get to the dirty girl. OK, this is more important. These This is 
this is Chandler spoilers. Okay, so Kathy Chronicles. Why did yeah. he get such a great gift for Joey's girlfriend? Yeah, well, it's because he obviously loves her, and he gets her uh, first edition uh, copy of her favorite book, The Velveteen Rabbit, and uh, he he makes it act like he was all nonchalant about how hard it was, but he actually had to go through a lot to get it. And I think it was Phoebe who said something like, oh, what a great way to say I'm in love with my roommate's girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, and he's like, oh, crap, you think it's obvious? They're like, yeah, it's obvious. So it's uh, a little too much. Yeah, this is, it is a really good gift. And in the context of this show, I think that you're supposed to think Chandler is like a pretty good, thoughtful guy for doing this. But I got to say, this is probably a mistake by him. Yeah, but I don't think he sees it that way until afterwards. And yes, it's it's uh, it's a step too far. It's like in last episode when he's running through traffic just to say hi. Yeah. He should have come to the conclusion when he's like on his third or fourth phone call and bookstore visit trying to nab this Velveteen Rabbit book that like, hey, this is like kind of psychotic behavior. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He probably, I mean, it's crazy that he didn't realize it. I love Chandler, but... That's just kind of like adult revelation. I always thought I totally on Chandler's side over Joey, like pretty much in all cases in this series. But I do think this is a bit of a misstep. Causes some problems too. For sure. But we'll get to those problems in a little bit. Because like you said, at the beginning of the episode, the reason Ross and Rachel have a little tiff is because everyone is kind of impressed with the hotness of the girl that Ross is seen with. Outside. Well, thank you for the delicious dinner. You're welcome for a delicious dinner. <laughs> hey, what are you guys looking at? Ross and the most beautiful girl in the world. Yeah, come to Papa. <laughs> but the problem here we get in Act One when she takes him back up to the apartment is what? She's a dirty girl. So does that mean she's uh she's calling him, saying dirty words? Is she like overly sexual? Why is she the dirty girl, Brett? Yeah, so all the things that you said would be good things. What her problem is, is a bad thing. Um, she probably has the grossest apartment I've ever seen. Like, I still, we'll get to it later, but like the chocolate sauce stuff on his hand is like <laughs> the freaking grossest thing in the world. I was telling wifey, I I've, I'm, I can be a pretty dirty guy. I've gotten a little better as old age, but our our place in on Maple Street in Bloomington when we were college roommates was pretty bad on both accounts. Not blaming yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Maple. Yeah, Maple was bad. We had nasty kitchens. We had nasty bathrooms. We had nasty upstairs. My room was obviously a mess. Um, I think it got a little better on the Dunn Streets uh, house, but like, to, I was saying, I do, they, I do you think it's realistic to be that unaware? Like, I was a dirty person like that, and I was telling Brittany like. I at least pretended for a couple months that I was clean before I started like my real self came out. But even still, I'm like dirty, dirty laundry, dirty laundry on the floor. I don't throw like trash on the floor. Or- okay. Well, I think we don't need to get to it later. This episode is called The Dirty Girl. What are some of those details you're picking up in the apartment? Because like you said, like as bad as we may have gotten in college, this is just like a couple levels exponentially higher than that even let's see if i can uh hopefully you'll play the clip but let's see if i can sum it up by what ross said you know how when you get home you throw your coat on a chair (laughs) so you just left the place was really that bad 
You know how you throw your jacket on a chair at the end of the day? Well, like that, only instead of a chair, it's a pile of garbage. And instead of a jacket, it's a pile of garbage. And instead of the end of the day, it's the end of time, and garbage is all that has survived. Is that the funniest quote of the episode? I laughed out loud just by myself watching it. Yeah. First of all, like a little, we were a little harsh on Ross last episode, but he's bringing some heat in this episode. He's pretty good. I dig it. Um, I dig it. Also, I love the classic. She's like, oh, what? Make a contest of who could bring home the nerdiest guy. And he's like, I hope she wins. There's there's trash. He's got a hamster. Is it a hamster? There's a hamster on the loose Guinea and pig? also a rat on the loose. Yeah, like they they attack. There's something <laughs> crawling in a bag of chips. So he like beats it. And she's like, oh, no, it's my gerbil or, or my hamster. The shit out of it. And then she opens up. She goes, oh, it's OK. It's just a rat. And he's like, oh, no. And he like when they're fooling around, he sticks his hand in something. And it's just black goo. There's like panties hanging up on a line, like very prominently. There is like a bowl with something that looks like a lobster or a crab in it. It's just kind of absurd. It's off to the right. I got to look it up. Like, Um, that's so crazy. It's so gross. Like, they did a really good job. The only thing that really reminds me of our college place that would be at this house is that one time that I nailed a piece of pizza to your wall. Like that would fit in yeah. well with her room. Yeah, Josh liked to play pranks on me and all of our roommates thought it was the funniest thing. Like he put he put a like a half glass of milk under my bed so it would spoil and he wanted to see how long it took me. He also put like all of our silverware in my All right, bed. all right. All right. All right. But yeah, he he went like I had this really high vaulted ceiling. What is it, maybe 18 feet high and you Got up on a ladder or something, and you nailed a piece of pizza on the wall. <laughs> Who does that? And that would, Josh. That would fit into this lady's apartment, like, seamlessly, which is the funny part. Yes. My only other note with this stuff with Ross, from a high perspective, though, Brett, is this feels really Seinfeldy. Definitely. It's like a perfect girl, but what's, what's the ick? What's her... Definitely. I didn't even think about that. That is... Perfect. I'm looking at this room. I'm trying to see this lobster you're talking about. <laughs> I noticed it later. I see the shoes, trash. Some, she picks up a thing of Pringles. Looking. For oh, I got a time code for you. I got a time thing. code. With 6.05 left on max, it looks like it's 16, maybe 20. I, I would love to get a second pair of eyes to see this. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It is, oh my god, Josh, that is lobster. <laughs> right next to an empty beer. There's a bag. Are those Bosco breadsticks? There's <laughs> a, a a roll of toilet paper sitting on the on the stereo. Oh my god. Half gosh. unrolled. Josh, that is a lobster. It's almost like uh she bought a lobster from the store. And didn't cook it and just died in this bowl. <laughs> it's what it looks like. There's um, toilet paper all over the ground, open styrofoam. Oh my God. Have you seen how many, you know how when you get to go food, they put them in the little styrofoam? Uh huh. If you look, they're like everywhere in the background. That makes sense for her. Oh, there's, a, there's an apple with a bite taken out of it sitting on the couch. I feel like they had a lot of fun making this set. Oh, definitely. 
Didn't think okay, about yeah, that. So before. sorry. Another <laughs> a funny in joke on this that uh, you probably would have gotten to is he says during his first time there, he's like, "Hey, want to go back to my place?" And she basically says she doesn't want to go to his place because his place smells funny. And then that leads to actually that's my funny. That's the funniest joke. When he goes, funny smell, what do you think it could be? And he goes, I don't know, soap? Next time you take her to your place. No, I tried that. She says it has a weird smell. What kind of smell? I don't know, soap? <laughs> Holy shit, nope. this is Rebecca Remain? Yeah. I, I probably remain stamus at this point. Yeah, I'm just reading her IMDb now. I, I mean, she's a te- attractive, tall, blonde girl. But I, I was just going to say, like, her acting is not stellar here. <laughs> No, I don't know if her acting chops is what made her famous, but how, how would I know? Man, <laughs> now I want to check the IMDb stats to see if there's like, if you look, you can see a rat in the side. I don't know, but I'm sure there's something good somebody found. But yeah, that's Rebecca Romain. Like if anyone, has anyone else mentioned the lobster in the trivia? Is that kind of what oh you're gosh. looking for? Yeah, either that or it's the freaking baby xenomorph. Basically, the dirty girl, um, Rebecca Romaine Stamos, she, it, her and Ross break up just like a Seinfeld episode because she's just too dirty for him. Even despite Joey kind of like convincing him that she's worth the mess as my teaser for the episode. She was bald, Jerry. <laughs> but uh, do you want to get back into some Chandler stuff, maybe? Sure. Because... I think we're about done with the the dirty girls. That th- story. I mean, yeah, he leaves. Yeah, Ch- there's a little tag on the end of the episode where Monica tries to clean her apartment and oh, isn't, yeah. isn't allowed in. But that's pretty much it for that story arc. But with Chandler, minus that one Ross line you put forth earlier, I think some of our best comedy we get in this Friends episode is when everyone is roasting Joey about his gift ideas. Some really classic stuff yeah. here. Yeah, he's he has the best idea for a gift. It's a a coupon for an hour of Joey love, which is very very on par for what Joey thinks is a good gift. Which Rachel is the one that calls him out for that. So is that an early hint to some Rachel Joey stuff? I don't think they were thinking about that back then because I <laughs> I hated that. St- I didn't like that storyline, and uh, I don't think the fans did either. No one did. I think what one of the funny parts is Ross pointing out that, like, hey, Chandler, you're getting this awesome, thoughtful gift, and Joey's going to get her an orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's freaking funny. Do you think the pen clock deserves, like, a special shout-out as just, like, a prop from this episode? Yeah, well, yeah. It's First of all, it's classic Joey, thinking that that's what somebody would want. So, like, Joey just doesn't think that way. I don't. He probably thinks that since he gives good love that he doesn't need. Wait, honey, what he means by that is 
While this is a very nice gift, maybe it's just not something a boyfriend gives? Sure it is. She needs a pen for work. She's writing. She turns it over. Whoa! It's time for my date with Joey! <laughs> All right, look, look. What, what did you get for Angela Del Vecchio for her birthday? She didn't have a birthday while we were going out. For three years? <laughs> First of all, Joey dating someone for three years does not sound like Joey. That doesn't sound right at all. He didn't know that he had to get her something. They'd only been together for a few weeks. Yeah, that, that timeline doesn't match up at all, actually. Three years for Joey. I think we get enough flashbacks and stuff. Like, that doesn't make sense. All of a sudden, he's missed a relationship. <laughs> he also busts, he busts Kathy out. He busts Kathy out because she wants to pee in his apartment. And he embarrasses her and says, you can pee here. Yeah. Matt, uh, Matt LeBlanc as Joey is having a little trouble coming off as a protagonist. Yeah, he's not very uh, aware, self-aware of anything. And he doesn't like pick up on this Chandler is hitting on my girlfriend by getting her a better gift than me. No. And is that that's almost endearing, actually. Like he would never suspect Chandler, right? But he didn't know that he got her that gift for himself. He thought that he bought it for him, remember? Ah, you're right. You're right. That was really nice. That's a really, really good line from Chandler is that the thing is, I'd rather her have it. I want her to have it, even if it's not from me, because that's how much he likes her. And that's how much he knows she's going to love the gift. But he's so smart. And even despite, I guess, his, quote, best efforts, she does find out yeah. about it, right? I mean, she she sees she right through know. that shit. They both know Joey. And then they definitely have them. They definitely have a moment at the end. Let's talk about it. We can catch up on some other stuff in a minute, but... That's fine. I, after I watched this and I took a shower and I was thinking about it, this was kind of the moment that stuck out for me because it is such like a touching moment where she realizes like the gift is from him and she admits that to him. And it's kind of just like very cathartic moment. Because you're so frustrated for Chandler this whole episode. Yeah. You really didn't have to. Wow. See, you, you think it's just a pen, but then you, you turn it over and it's also a clock. <laughs> no, this is great. Thank you, Chandler. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Hmm. Want to go to bed? <laughs> I'll be in in a minute. Oh, uh, don't forget your coupon. <laughs> Good night. Um, thank you for the gift. Oh, uh, yeah, I just, I just knew that sometimes when you're writing, you, you don't always know the exact time. <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean the pen. Thank you for the book. Uh, the book? The Velveteen Rabbit. Kind of have the feeling you had something to do with it. What do you mean? Well, uh, when Joey gave it to me, he said, this is because I know you like rabbits and I know you like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I love it. And I know how hard it must have been for you to find. Oh, well. By the way, in case you missed that, that sound was, oh, wow. <laughs> You must really like Joey to go to all that trouble for him. Oh, yeah, he's my... <sighs> he's my best friend. Well... 
Good night. Hey, that coupon expires, you know. <laughs> but then, like, basically Joey beckons her to the room for sex, and she obliges, and it's played up as comedy, and it is kind of funny, but it's there's something, like, really complex in all of that, I think. We got to feel bad for Joey, too, because, I, I mean, you feel bad for the two because they realize that they have a spark, but, like, Joey's innocent in all this. He's just, you know, he's he doesn't realize that a girl that he likes and his best friend are formulating feelings for each other. He's just, he's Joey. He wants some Joey love. He's, you know, that coupon does expire. So, but yes, uh, this leads into the Don't next episode, the, which... 2023 friends would have a Joey type character, maybe just suggesting like a polyamorous relationship between the three of them or something. Well, yeah, but I, not like it would matter, but Joey would probably be black and uh, uh, Chandler would probably be Latino in 2023, which I'm not saying there's a problem is, with that. That's a weird snipe, but it's not a snipe. I mean, you're, you're talking 2023. The show would be different. Let's put it that way. Do you think that, you can edit that out. Does, if you did want that to. cross your mind, though? Do you think? Uh, do you no. think that would ever work if what? Joey and Chandler tried to share a no, girlfriend have, or something? They're both like masculine. Like I know. Okay, that's a funny comment saying Chandler's masculine because he's like not at all. But they get weird about hugging each other, and so I I don't know. I I don't see that happening. Plus, you know, in the show, Joey's packing some heat and Chandler never feels like he is. So I don't think Chandler would be able to handle that. (laughs) Well, I digress, Brett. This situation with Joey's girlfriend and Chandler, how, how do you feel like it's left here? How is the, the Kathy Chronicles left in the second episode that we're covering of it? Yeah. So I was going to say earlier, the next episode is called the the one where Chandler crosses the line and he doesn't cross the line in this episode, but he's at the very end. They're both walking towards that line. If you know what I mean? She's given some doe eyes, isn't she? Yeah, they're definitely. They Whoever definitely gave me this gift must have liked me very much. <laughs> like Definitely. I think that's the first time she's. Well, I don't know. Uh, I think she's been a little aware earlier, too. I think she gets some kind of a little embarrassed when he's. Talk about how loud they're being in the last episode. And I just think she realizes that they had a moment when they're watching TV. And this is just like the first time where it's like, oh, crap. This guy likes me and I like him. What are we going to do? So I would say it's uh, kind of a cliffhanger because they have to remind themselves that Joey's in the other room and that they both care about Joey, which is not a good sign for Joey. No, (laughs) but Chandler seems like a good friend. Joey's still oblivious. I feel like we still got good vibes going mostly all around. Yeah, obviously tension in the room. And we'll get to more Kathy Chronicle stuff in our next friend spoilers episode. But right now, Brett, we're not to final thoughts yet because we haven't talked about Monica and Phoebe becoming business partners. I actually think Phoebe's pretty freaking funny in this episode. It's like, 
I'll have some, please. And my money, please. Um, <laughs> that's, I, I think she's got a couple funny lines. And that's good so. writing, too, isn't it, Brett? Because, like, that ends up being, like, her role, right? Is, like, chasing down the money. And she's kind of showing that yeah. skill in a weird way against Monica at first. Yeah. But she has no problem. And she even says, oh, I'm sorry for acting like a bank. Yeah, so she... Monica's like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do. I can't, I can't cater this funeral because I don't have any money. And Phoebe's like, oh, I'll lend you the money. And, and she does the catering, the funeral, it goes really well. And I think, I think Monica's, I think what she did was okay, but maybe, maybe talk to Phoebe. What she does is she takes that money. And she goes and buys a bunch of stuff for catering, which is kind of what Phoebe said, you know, go be a caterer. You can't like, she didn't say go cater that funeral. She said, go be a caterer. So you take the money, you buy equipment and then you start being a common caterer. But it, like you mentioned earlier, there's a little moment where it's like a little uncomfortable. <gasps> Look at this. I'm an omelet station. <laughs> omelet made to order. <laughs> I'll have one, please. Plus my money. <laughs> oh. Well, I didn't realize that you needed it back right away. I mean, you told me to go and be a caterer. So I went, I bead. <laughs> I mean, I, I use it to buy all this stuff. But look, I got another job tomorrow, so I'll pay you back with the money I make from that. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, I acted like a bank. <laughs> Speaking of that, mo that moment with the money, Brett, it really ages the show that Monica borrows 500 bucks in New in downtown New York City living to like start her business. Manhattan, yeah. We should have gotten we should have gotten in then, Brett. Yeah, Why didn't I mean, we get in in New York? The bottom for 500 bucks. It, let's just let's be realistic. If this was really Manhattan at this time, the apartment they live in uh 12 grand a month maybe. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I think, and feel like that's a pretty common, that's a pretty common complaint levied against this show, right? Like how how is this possible? Oh yeah, for sure. But it, they do they do explain it away somewhat. It is rent controlled because of their grandma. They are illegally subletting it from their grandma, right? And no one cares. So and Ross just lives elsewhere, and he's rich, so he has a costly apartment, and that makes sense. Yeah. It's, but it has a weird smell. Again, it, that never bothered me. That, yeah, it does have a weird smell. And there's dinosaur toys everywhere. So, um, smells like soap. So, <laughs> yeah. So they go do this wedding, and there's uh, some I think funny bits in here with the lady funeral. Yeah, what I say, wedding. Wedding. Opposite. <laughs> they go to this birth. Wrong Catholic <laughs> sacrament. Um, <laughs> technically, death's not one. You know what I mean. And bitch, Monica's having trouble getting the money from the lady because every time she goes out there, the lady acts really sad. But they, whenever they see her, she's like, she literally sings Grand Old Flag and Jeepers Creepers. Um, which, Dude, those shots cracked me up. Yeah, no, that's funny. It's, again, this is a funny, it's uncomfortable <laughs> a little bit, but it's it's definitely a funny scene. And finally, Phoebe's like, yeah, we're not leaving. That's my money. And then she goes out and like, yells at this lady to get the money and then they leave and everyone's staring at Monica like she did something wrong. But she's right. You gotta get freaking paid for what you're doing. I think that would have been an equally 
good opening question as the gift giver one, Brett, is like, how good are you at asking for money that you're owed? Awful. Same. It's like, that's, that is a skill. Like, literally, I do like the fact Phoebe steps up in that role. And as an adult, I really respect what she's doing, I guess, or something. Yeah, she's from the streets. I mean, for sure. She didn't, she didn't have the luxury, I guess, of... But, yeah, that's good. But I feel like Monica's kind of tough later on in the season, in the series, but I don't know. She's not very good with confrontation, I guess. She wasn't good when they forgot to invite Judy to... Not Judy, but Rachel's mom to the bachelorette party or whatever, or baby shower. So, I guess it's a little... It's pretty consistent. But, yeah, Phoebe's tough. She doesn't pull punches. She just says what is on her mind, so... I don't want to spoil too much, but as we move along in the Catholic Chronicles, I think we will see this partnership fall apart. But yeah. for right now, this uh, catering thing seems to be working, right, Brett? Because like Monica is going to do the cooking, Phoebe is going to collect the money, probably help in just other like little ways, and yeah, I don't know. Like, it's kind of fun to. I don't know. Imagine yourself going into business or something with a friend. So there's like a little bit of that feeling here too or something. It oh, feels sure. good. It would be exciting. Like if we if we started a podcast together. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, we didn't start spoilers, but we we finished it. Uh didn't we start it? I don't remember. It was so long ago. Who's to say? Yeah, yeah. Who who even listens to the first hundred episodes? We were there. I don't even think Trust they're us. on Spotify anymore. <laughs> they shouldn't be. They're awful. Hey. Okay, awful is a strong word. They got spoilers. Got better and better. The more experience we got, and the more our lineup changed. I'm gonna it's, make the plot tag for this episode it's almost like we went in reverse of importance or something you might save the most important plot to the end but nope we got jennifer aniston's plot i was gonna she's say the one gonna friend storyline she's the one without much going on she's simply trying to fill out a crossword puzzle this episode is she not yeah so i do crossword puzzles it's one of my favorite things i do uh i'm, I'm pretty good at them i get the new york times ones it's literally the only thing i'll touch on that poisonous rag, but I love their crosswords. And I can tell you right now, there's no way that that's anything other than a Monday crossword. So why do you say that? What is that? She's not, she's not, they're not super easy and she's not smart. So there's no way she's doing a Wednesday, Friday or a Sunday. There's no way she's doing a Sunday crossword, but it's impressive to do it all by herself. I, I suppose, even though she didn't really do it by herself. But yeah, she she doesn't have much going on, kind of like Monica <laughs> yeah. last kind of episode. In between story, yep, for sure. Yep, she's still like very present, bouncing stuff off people. But it kind of just occurred to me, Brett. Uh, we're doing this episode. My grandpa passed away one year ago today, and he huh. like crosswords was like his shit too. He's always doing those that was his thing you guys could have talked about it talked about the sunday and monday whatever crosswords and knew what the fuck you're talking about that'd have been good well my uh grandpa died almost exactly 10 months ago 
and he died exactly exactly one year after my grandma died. So hopefully they're all up in heaven listening to spoilers. So plus, are you there, Josh? Yeah. Uh, you got really quiet. Plus today, three day, three years, no nicotine. Well, we're talking about serious stuff. You want me to be like, I don't have the soundboard. I could be like Mikey with the yay. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's all right. It's all right. I don't I don't need any praise. I, I just happy things are much better. I breathe a lot better now. So, congrats, man. And uh, thank you. But yeah, I would uh I would have liked to have done some uh, crosswords and stuff. So with your with your grandpa. <laughs> all right. What about final thoughts, Brett? What do you got for, for me? Would you like to come in? Did Homo erectus hunt with wooden tools? <laughs> I would say I like last episode more than this one. Um, do you want me to rate this episode? No, that's for, that's for the yes or no. This is final thoughts. Okay. Final thoughts. Um, a stronger, a much, a much, much stronger performance by Phoebe this episode. Um, a lot better than Mustiki Shoes. And Oof, don't much, remind us. <laughs> much better performance by Ross. I also read that this was Rebecca Romaine Stamos's like acting debut in television or movies. So like that's Shows. crazy. Shows, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying in general, yeah, acting debut. But other than that, no, I think uh well, I was ripping on her earlier, so I guess that makes sense if literally her first time reading lines. Oh, I thought you said shows like, yeah, not movies, Brett, shows. Yes, you said it no. shows. Yes, yes, yeah. it does show. It does show. <laughs> she gets better, though, I guess. You got any final thoughts? Tracer was walking by earlier when she heard me talking about probably like how hot she is, so that was <laughs> a good time. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Honestly... I feel like I used up most of my notes. My only other kind of question I had, Brett, was like, do you, are you familiar with the Velveteen Rabbit story at all? I, I don't really have any basis of knowledge of Not that. Not really. I literally told myself, Brett, you should probably read the Velveteen Rabbit. I think I listened to it once during one of my meditations, which it was just used to be an excuse for me to take a nap. Um, but <laughs> I don't Very really remember... I don't really remember. It could have been a different rabbit. There's a lot of rabbits. Marjorie Williams wrote it. Stuffed rabbit sewn from Velveteen is given as a Christmas present to a small boy. That sounds right. It sounds pretty touching. Maybe kind of sad. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that gives deeper meaning to Kathy's character. If you like really know the Velveteen rabbit, maybe you like understand her childhood or some shit. If you've read that, I don't know. Maybe. All right. Let's do yes or no's. I will go first today, Brett. Actually, okay. you know what? I feel like you almost gave yours away a second ago. Yeah, so sorry. you go first with your yes or no, and your we're doing letter grade ratings for friends. That's what we're going to do. So it's a, it's a yes. It was a lot of funny parts. Um, Ross was killer, and he didn't get as much... Uh, Chandler and Kathy, but you do get some robust storylines. I think I gave the last episode a B plus, so I'll give this one a a B. B, yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a B. You started with a B plus and then lowered it to a B at the end of your. Oh, did I? Your yeah, segment, yeah. Um. Uh, you know what? I'll give this. 
a B plus then. I know that's weird. I was going to give it worse, but I think there's enough comedy in it and some heart that I'll give it a B plus because it doesn't have so it does, doesn't have that a terrible storyline. This is Josh from Goshen. I I think yeah, this that really goes a long way when there isn't a storyline that just like bugs the hell out of you. Right. Um, that said, I don't think this is like top tier friends. So I was actually hovering in that same B plus range weirdly too, Brett. Yeah. And as I look at like the IMDB ratings, the one with Joey's new girlfriend is 8.2. And this one is 8.4, which looks like, People generally kind of agree this one's just kind of a, a little step better than last yeah. episode. I can see it. Honestly, Ross talking about the trash was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yes it's, for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have a quick little trivia for you, Brett. I'm probably not going to be able to do this again because you're going to catch on and probably knowing your brain, you will like memorize all of the uh, cast's appearances. But I'm wondering, do you know how many acting credits Rebecca Romaine? She has no Stamos currently on IMDb. Just Rebecca Romaine. How many acting credits does she have according to IMDb? Ooh, um... 42? That's low. Is it way more than that? Ah, I'm, I'm just waiting for you to lock in your guess. I'm enjoying you working through it. I'll bump it up a little bit. I'll go 48. I still think it's probably low, but I'm going to go 48. <sighs> I love how you're zeroing in on it, Brett. The answer is actually 61. Ah! I was gonna I was gonna give you a grace number of ten for this one to quote win it, seeing as you nailed the last one. Yeah. <laughs> On the nose. I, I just assumed she does other stuff like that. I thought she was like a model, but maybe she wasn't. And then yeah. Oh well. Well, I'll I'll give a hot take really quick. Yep. My hot take is just if you're enjoying the second episode of Friends from spoilers, feel free to uh, tell a friend about it. A lot of times we ask for like Apple podcast ratings or even to like subscribe to our Patreon, which we'd obviously love. But I think it'd be cool if you just told a friend who maybe liked movies and stupid shows like Friends. uh, Hey, there's this like funny podcast that puts out a lot of episodes. You should listen to them. They're good dudes. Right, Brett? We're good dudes. We're friends. Oh, yeah, we're good dudes. We are friends. We're friends. Take it away, spoiler man. Special thank you to our patrons Druid King. Go see a musical. Brother Brian. Yes! Matt Troll. Man, it is so hard to shop for girls. Nick. While this is a very nice gift, maybe it's just not something a boyfriend gives. The Meg. She didn't have a birthday while we were going out. The Wolf. Thanks, man. 
Nurse Stacy. It's either, you know, that massage wasn't long enough, or I don't recognize any of those songs, or, you know, these sombreros aren't big enough. Bad little white girl. Barky 420. You think she's faking? Spencer. Yeah, I found this great place called Invisible Things for Kathy. Gail. It's a book. <laughs> PK. And there's nobody to hug. Dr. Lars. Oh, hey, there wasn't any change from that 20, was there? Swole. I did it. Oh, I finished it. Cheese zombie. Yeah, I'm a hard ass. <laughs> That was spoilers.